0: welcome to finding your direction the podcast designed to inspire you to take your first step towards creating a career that enables you to flourish i'm your host emma lynch and in today's episode i chat to barbara lynch barbara shares her career transition story from a 13-year career in business banking to turning a hobby and love for gift and homeware shopping into a thriving online business and, most recently, a shop in her local village. In this episode, Barbara, a mum of four, shared how taking time to reflect and work on her personal development and self-belief supported her in stepping out of her comfort zone and starting her business from the kitchen table in the middle of the pandemic. I'm delighted to introduce today's guest, Barbara Lynch. Barbara spent 12 years working for Ulster Bank before finding Ford Sits homeware and gift shop. So welcome, Barbara, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks,
1: Ella. I'm delighted to be here. Good.
0: So, Barbara, just to get us started, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your journey in terms of your career transition to where you are today?
1: Yeah, so um, I suppose I only knew really one career and that was with Ulster Bank and business banking. I spent 12 years moving between various departments in different roles. And I suppose that was kind of a job at a college, you know, it was a great secure job and that kind of was the plan as such. But I ended up having a very young family, very close together and realized quite quickly that I didn't want to like not be at home when my kids were so young. So I was very lucky to be able to take a voluntary redundancy package, Ulster Bank, and myself, my husband ended up actually relocating back to Donegal, where I'm from. I had three young children, three under three at that stage. I was just absolutely thrilled and grateful to be stay at home mommy for the following. We had one more child, so it's following almost four years. But I suppose. I always knew that I wanted to go back to something, but I just wasn't quite sure what that was. And I always knew that I wanted to start my own business. I just wasn't hundred percent sure what that really would look like. I suppose when working in business banking, my favorite part of that job was the actual customer maintenance. We got to like find out what their business was about and you know their goals and everything. And I just loved being that drive and person that they had and how their face lit up when they talked about their business and stuff. So I always kind of had that in my head, God, that, that would be great to have that, you know, determination and belief and have your own business that you can mold into something that you enjoy. So that, I suppose, in the back of my head where it all came from, it literally started at the kitchen table during COVID. And I suppose coincidentally, I had turned 40 as well. And I think I knew, you know, I'd had my family and maybe the 40s were going to be a bit more time for me again. So I decided to just go for it. I literally set it up at the kitchen table. I've always absolutely loved shopping, especially for gifts for people. My family have. an not- made me the personal shopper because I just ended up buying the gifts for everyone in the house and I always loved interiors and homeware so I did kind of dabble in interior design and went and started doing courses but quickly realized no I don't want to be an interior designer I want to actually sell the nice colorful bits and pieces for people's homes so that's really where it came from and I just built it from the kitchen table and decided that I would go online we were still Kind of in COVID times, we were starting to come out of it. But I realized that because like, there were spending had changed, a lot more people were spending online. My parents had had to learn to shop online. So I kind of thought it was a good starting point for me. So that's where it all started online in October 2021. And in the last three months there, I've just opened my first actual bricks and mortar store in my local village here Maybe. at also. That's just a quick snapshot of where it started. I did realize from doing some of the craft fairs in different markets that although online is great, people still want to pick up a candle and smell it and touch products and have that conversation with you. So that's where the idea for the shop came from. It all happened a lot quicker than I imagined, but I am absolutely thrilled to be here now.
0: Oh, it's an amazing story. And another, you know, many of the guests that I've had have been very much changes that were inspired during the COVID period as well. I'm really curious though, so you obviously, your background was business banking. So you had the kind of commercial understanding, but had you ever any experience of retail, online retail, buying, merchandising, any of that sort of thing?
1: Not really. You know, I always loved, like I worked in a few retail positions when I was in college and looking back, they were probably my favorite jobs. I just kind of went for it. There's an awful lot of information online if you do go and look for it. And I suppose I just started reaching out to different wholesalers and starting to build a kind of list of things that I thought I would like to stock. Now it did take a bit of time, but I used my local enterprise office as much as I could, especially when it came to the website and stuff like that. But To be honest, Emma, I just went with my gut feeling and that's the way I kind of live my life. I know it feels right. And I just went for it that way and just believed kind of in myself to do it. You know, um, I suppose we're all winging it in one way, but felt like an exciting thing for me to try and set up. And luckily it all just kind of fell into place. Now I started very small, to be honest, maybe 60 products was what I launched with. That's grown significantly now and I've started to bring out our own range of stuff. But yeah, I think just getting those first few you know, suppliers on board is where it kind of gave me the confidence to just build and build away at it.
0: Okay, so kind of starting small learning as you go really helped to, to build your confidence and not really worrying about that. You had a feeling you had something you really wanted to do and it was just about trying it to, to yeah. see what happened as well.
1: I suppose like social media. media was a huge help to me because I feel it's an amazing platform for showcasing stuff and for asking your audience. So a lot of, when I was going to pick stock, I would have put up, you know, this or that and things like that. And I got my target audience to tell me what they preferred, you know, that way. So I suppose I gained confidence from engaging with customers and engaging just with friends and family. They were kind of my target market peer group as such. So it's just built from that. And I suppose then feedback from customers then that did buy stuff, you know, kind of gave me the push to, to add different things and maybe try different things. So I believe social media is a great support network if you use it in the right way.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, yeah, very much so. It's it's all about how you use it. And that period of asking for feedback and, and also reflecting on, you know, where you, where you come from to where you are now is also really, really important. And what you said there about how that actually helps build your confidence too, I, I think is there a is the key message too. You talked a bit about obviously you got the redundancy, you were then at home, COVID kind of happened. When it came to obviously setting up the online business, that kind of happened naturally enough itself. But what was the tipping point that kind of got you to the place of, okay, I'm going to set up a shop now?
1: If I look back now, I'd say two years ago, I kind of started into like a self-development journey, I would call Mm -hmm. it. So I got really into, you know, mal and goal setting and vision boards and Mm -hmm. actually really sitting down. I suppose COVID gave us time to do that and sitting down and realizing or thinking, what is it that actually makes me happy? What is my dream career? And what would that look like? So it's both, I had it all in my head as such. I just kind of, you know, Kept setting smaller goals, kept setting bigger goals, kept putting down my actions, how it was going to happen. And I always knew that the shop would happen. I kind of thought maybe the timeline would be in two years' time. The evidence, I had this shop front pinned to my vision board. Now it wasn't. There was a different place boutique here, And I had it pinned to my vision board. And I said, that is where my shop was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it, it just came up. It happened. So I thought, right, I'm really scared. I don't know, like I'm not really ready to do this, but I'm just going to go for it because, you know, I had put it out there. That's where I wanted my first shop to be as such. So it happened quicker than I expected. But to be honest, it feels like I'm where I'm supposed to be.
0: That's amazing. And that's something you you said before we started. You used to meet people in the bank and they'd say, oh, sure, like I know what I do. And It doesn't feel like work. And you kind of were inspired by that, wondering how you got to that place. Do you feel like you're in that place now?
1: We do. And like, I actually used to look at those people and they were so happy and talking about their business. And you could see that they loved what they did. And I remember thinking, how do you get that? Like, how do you actually get a job that, because I used to roll out of bed and I didn't not was my job, but it was very, very stressful. As anyone that works in banking knows, I just now feel that I just have such happiness. Now, it all things, I've made lots of mistakes. Things don't go to plan. But going back, I think you have to look at yourselves. You have to look at how you deal with problems, how you react to problems. And I think having... Your own self-belief is really important in the business because nobody is going to care about it as much as you do. you need to like just be consistent, be consistent on your social media. You might have a really bad day of sales, but you know, just pick yourself up, look for the small win in that day and just keep going. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But there's so much enjoyment to be had from just feeling proud of having your own business and working for your family and living out your goals, really.
0: Totally agree with you there. One of the things you mentioned was about the, the local enterprise board and the supports that they offered you in terms of like getting courses for getting the website set up and things. Were there any other things that kind of supported you to really, both initially as you were making the, the transition and, and to kind of where you are now?
1: Yeah, I would say if you are looking to start up a business, join as many of your local kind of groups. Like I joined the Donegal Women in Business Network. I went to a number of functions that the local enterprise had hosted. And they're just a great networking opportunity, do you know what I mean? You'll meet people there that have accountancy firms, marketing firms, have had shops for 30 odd years, you know, you're going to meet somebody that's in your field or somebody that you might want to connect with down the line if you're looking for an accountant mm-hmm. or you know somebody to help with your social media so I think just from a networking point initially they're amazing and then as you get into a business you'll quickly realize what help you need you know like I have no marketing background so I knew straight away that I'm going to have to look for help in digital marketing and, and stuff like that so they're really really important and they can actually put you in touch with the right people I was very lucky to receive a place in a program for a mentor through the local enterprise office because I always had a mentor in in the bank. You know, it was just something that you did in the bank. You always had somebody to help you progress. And I had a mentor in the local enterprise office for digital marketing. And it was amazing. It cost very minimal. But what I got out of that was so invaluable. It was unbelievable. And it was right there on my doorstep. So look for those kind of opportunities. They'll run loads of free courses as well. If you don't get much out of the course, you'll meet somebody that you might be able to work with. I think they're really important from that point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd agree with you. And what you said there about a mentor is so important too. I think it's, you know, not only from their advice and the wisdom that they they share with you. But that kind of sense of accountability, too, in terms of helping kind of develop where you are. And I think, regardless of what industry you're in, what job you're in, if you're trying to get yourself promoted in a particular organization, a mentor is such a key person in that journey as well, for sure. If anyone is there listening and they have a bit of a business idea in their head, or they want to do something different and, and you've inspired them. But they're not sure about you know, what to do or what's next or really should they take that step outside of their comfort zone? What advice would you give them?
1: I think just go for it. You're never gonna feel ready. If you feel ready, it'll probably never happen. Though I wasn't ready, but I just went for it. You've got to step out of your comfort zone. It's not easy. I remember doing my first Instagram story and I think I nearly vomited because it was like horrendous and I was. Worrying about what people thought, but you've got to just step out of that comfort zone and just ask for help as well. You know, I tortured so many friends that knew somebody in marketing or something like that. And people that have their own business will love to tell you their story and talk about mm-hmm. business. And people that have been in business for 40 plus years, where, well, you know, they'll be able to give you great information and great insight into how they started I think just ask if you don't know the answer just ask somebody who will know somebody mm-hmm. you've got to have a, have a good support network now I'm very lucky that I have a very supportive family around me and friends but just have your own self-belief believe in yourself that you can do it it's not easy. there's going to be days that you want to give up and you can't be bothered to go on social media and stuff like that. But you've got to just be consistent. And I think realize it's not going to happen overnight. You know, I went online and thought like, oh my God, I'm going to make millions and millions of money overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. You've got to like be respective, people and confidence and buying a fish. If you're in a retail environment, they've got to, you know, be confident in your service and your product. So I think just stand for it. That's the starting point. You're going to make mistakes. I make mistakes, but you'll learn from those mistakes. And if I had a said no to taking on this unit, I would regret it for the next years. I really do. And I think life's too short, really. That's what it comes down to. I think COVID taught us that, that life is so short and you've just got to make the best of it. And I think we're kind of programmed as kids to go to college, get a good job and not really sit down and think about what makes you happy, what your Um, would in an uh, ideal world look like. And if if you are starting out, like I did have a part-time job as well. So it wasn't a massive financial risk. I still had that security blanket. So you don't have to like give up everything and just go for it. You can start small and just tip away at it and keep your security, keep your job. And then you'll know when the time is right to go, you know, 100% full in ask the question, find the people with the answers and just believe in yourself.
0: Yeah, wow, Barbara. In, in a couple of minutes, such a lot of wisdom and advice you've shared there for, for anyone listening that is thinking about it. Barbara, thank you so much for today, for sharing your amazing story of everything you've done whilst having four kids and at the same time growing up or still small enough. But just your passion for finding something you love that you love to do every day. It's really inspirational. So Barbara, thank you so much for joining. Thanks, Emma. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If this episode with Barbara has resonated with you and got you thinking about building a plan to step out of your comfort zone and to flourish in your career, why not sign up to my newsletter? that offers suggestions and advice from Positive Psychology to support you on your journey to flourishing in your career. The link to sign up is in the show notes. If you are interested in finding out more about Barbara and her business, check out the show notes for her contact details. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave a rating, and please hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode.